0: Let us pray as we stand. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we invite you to be with us. We invite you to speak to us. May you use me as an instrument to speak to your people. May you bless us. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. For those of you who may not know me, my name is Samuel Enosa Penny. I'm the Bishop of the Diocese of Nzara in South Sudan. I also serve as the Chair for the Justice, Peace, and Reconciliation Commission of the Episcopal Church of South Sudan. We are really grateful to be invited for the AFRAS Conference which is the American Friends of the Episcopal Church of South Sudan and Sudan. We are grateful that it is Denver in Colorado which have hosted us this year. Thank you so much. This is my first time to be here. This is my first time to visit Colorado and Denver. I've heard a lot about you, a lot about your love for the people of the Sudan, the people in the Nuba Mountains, all what you have been able to do. May God bless you for the relationship, for the love of God, which you have been able to extend to us. I'm really blessed that I can be able to see you and to say thank you, and especially for hosting us. We also thank the bishop who was there with us on Friday, and uh, I can say that uh, for 12 years, I've, I met Anita from here once, and all the years I've been able to see you and thank you for the relationship, you know, that um, you have created. This morning, through the readings that we have gone through, two things two words comes frequent something to do with the relationship the other is commandment um How does a relationship start? Different cultures, different people around the world have different ways in which they establish their relationship. They go to know one another. Even in Africa, we are different. Even the Americans, they have their own way to introduce themselves. But one thing that I remember is I had an American missionary staying with us in the Diocese of Mzara for about three years. And we still, and I still remember the way he used to greet people. His name was Father Bob. He will say, walk up to someone and say, I am Father Bob. And this person will be totally confused. They don't know what he's talking about. Because that just may not be the way the Zande people start a relationship they don't start with their names the Zande people will start with exchange of peace greetings first if it is in a home context it goes to a chair a seat is provided water is served and you may not begin with a name but you begin with where are you coming from because that village that person may know someone there they are beginning to establish relations. What tribe or what clan? They will begin to connect what relationship that particular person has. Then the name comes always towards the end of the story. That is how we, you know, begin to establish relationships. Um, in the context in the, in the gospel reading, many words or phrases that came up like, I have loved you. Abide in my love. It went further to say, keep my commandments. Abide in my love. Love one another. Laying down your life. Being a friend bearing fruit, asking, and receiving. Relationship and friendship, when it is created, always follows by what organization will call an MOU, you know, Memorandum of Understanding. How do you love each other? What are the commandments? I don't know about here. But when I was growing up, having my friend, my best friend, always we will talk. There were no telephones, but we will always talk. We will always know where each other is. We will always meet. We will always exchange stories. And when we do that, there are certain things that will always be there. Because in a true relationship, a sincere friendship, number one rule is the love that needs to exist between the two. Because you will never intend to hurt one another. You will trust one another. You will abide in each other's love so that your joy, your friendship will be complete. I believe that there can be no friends where there is hurt, where there is hatred, and that friendship can still exist. I don't believe so. Where people live in a good relationship, the commandment is that they always have cordial relations. They always live together. They don't do anything to hurt one another. And this is what Jesus Christ is asking of his friends. He is calling them, they are no longer servants, but they are his friends. It is all about this close relationship between the father and the son. Which, through faith we as individuals get incorporated. God and Jesus Christ, through the Holy Spirit, invites people into this kind of friendship. A friendship that is governed by love. A friendship that the rule is clear to have good intention always for each other. I was struck by this weekend's, you know, conference. A conference of friends. Americans and South Sudanese and Sudanese. Christians, for that matter, working to be incorporated in the love of the Trinity. The prayer that we had this morning. The collect that was sang. I hope this need to be the prayer that we need to come out in our hearts today, asking God to bestow to us what we have asked Him. He says, pour into our hearts such love towards you that we, loving you, In all things, in all things, if you can underline that, and above all things may obtain your promises, which exceed all that we can desire. And I think in a true relationship, in a true friendship, this is the intention not to hurt one another, to love each other, to make the joy of each other complete. And that is what Jesus Christ, God our Father, through the Holy Spirit, requires of us. And I believe this is what was planted by the Holy Spirit among those pioneers who created the American friends of the Episcopal Church. And nurturing that Developing that, I think, is very important. Being this weekend, making our relationship deeper and deeper with one another and with Christ is really key. And doing it in a city that is well-known, a state that we in South Sudan know more about because of all that what, uh, you have been able to do. I believe that God has appointed you as the Americans so that you can accompany the South Sudanese, the Sudanese in this quest. Who are your friends? In this quest for peace in our country. You can accompany us in our quest for what we long for, which we don't have. I do not know how you are going to continue to nurture it so that it can bear fruit, so that this joy can be complete. A friendship where the joy is not complete always breaks up. But this is not what we want. What we want is our joy to be complete. God's joy to be complete by what we do, how we live, how we have that commandment of love, how we establish our relationship, how we live with one another, how we express our Christian life. It may be costly. It costs God's own son his own life. That is why he laid down his life for his friends that is why it will cost you your time it will cost you your money it will cost you to leave your comfort zone some of you have been able to visit Sudan and South Sudan it calls you know it has to there is something we have to give it is my prayer that this weekend will enrich us and that this reading will enrich us that as we develop our relationship with one another, this will make God's joy complete in you, especially as we bear fruit. I like in, I am from the Zandi tribe. In South Sudan, we, the Zandi, are proud of the way you know, of the Dinka. There's one thing we like about them. If you are a friend, a true friend of someone from the Dinka community, you have to know and make sure that even if you are in trouble, even if you are in problems, that person will never let you down. If it means death, that person is ready to die with you. That is why we we, we always want to have friends of such kind of nature. Friends who will not leave us alone. Friends who will walk with us. Friends who will encourage us. Friends who will help us in what we do. As I come to a close, I want to ask, that as you develop your relationship with your God, as you develop your relationship with one another, keep God's word, that love one another as I have loved you. Abide in my love. Keep my commandments. Bear that fruit. Thank you all for those who have taken this as part of their life, who live in such kind of love, in their daily being, if you are one of those who do not have this, I implore you. Jesus Christ here is imploring you today as he did to his followers, his friends, that love one another. Be ready to give up your comfort zone as he did for his friends. I encourage you to move on with us in South Sudan, with us as your friends. Continue to pray for us, continue to encourage us. I want to conclude by reading the verse from Matthew 25. I was a stranger and you welcomed me I was naked and you clothed me I was sick and you visited me I was in prison and you, and you I was in prison and you came to see me then the righteous will answer him saying Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, thirsty and give you drink? And when did we see you as a stranger and welcomed you and naked and clothed you? And when did we see you um, sick or in prison and visited you? And the king will answer them, Truly I say to you, as you did it to one of the least of these my brothers and sisters, you did it to me. Whatever we do to the person we see, whatever love we extend and the relationship we extend to God's creature, God's image, whether we know, we don't know, we are doing it for the one who is commanding us to love, to love all. May God help us. May God enrich us that we can be people who live the gospel that we hear. Amen.